That's right, people. You're listening to another episode of Stronger Together, recorded live from CrossFit Fort Pierce. One way to help us get stronger, keep us together, and most importantly, keep us getting stronger together. With articulate dialogue. The, the, uh, the, then I'm gonna... Uh, Jake, <clears throat> I, I've been trying to do this the whole time. He's choked up. <clears throat> um, what was the rest of the question? I just, I've been really enjoying talking with you. What did you just say? You're... And mutual respect that rises above all the bickering. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Have the true. ability to, to uh, well, I know it's true. That's why I said it. Fair. He's a very jealous person. Yeah, he is very pro-masker when it comes well, my to... My wife turns the lights on. We cover the hard topics that others shy away from. I had a Skittle today. It has it has a sequence on it. Uh, that's like that's like my therapy with the people who love the gym the most. I'm not getting paid for this, guys. You see, you know. <laughs> this week, Tony and I are joined by July's athlete of the month, Crystal. Hope you enjoy the conversation as much as we did. Let's get into it. So what we typically do is we just go around and we name the biggest mistake we've ever made for in our lives. But Tony went last week, so you could start. Oh my God, give me a hint so I don't... The worst thing you've ever done, like your biggest sin. Biggest secret. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Come on, you're really going to answer? Are you the type of person that will I do would it? answer, why not? I mean, that will make you... I feel like that will make people responsible, I guess, accountable. I don't know, you learn from your mistake? Yeah. Okay, so are you the type of person that typically just jumps into things pretty quickly? If it's not hurting me, yes. Okay, and how long have you been a member of the CrossFit Fort Pierce gym? Um, seven, eight months No, November, December last Somewhere year. There, yeah. yeah. Tony, do you remember meeting Crystal and can walk us through kind of what uh, your first impressions were? She started coming at 5 a.m., um, right? Yes. 5, 6 a.m. She walked in and um, how do you say she didn't really like me telling her what to do? Is that true, Crystal? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't like anybody telling me what to do. Her sister is very similar. Met her for about five minutes. And being told what to do is kind of a big deal around here. I mean, most of us are good with that, but that was something. So did you have to make an adjustment or? I mean, I, I'm i paying to being coached. So I, guess I, I, I earned have to her listen. trust over time. I think, I think that she... Okay, hold on. We're going to ask you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Is that an adjustment you had to make? A sacrifice, I would say. Okay, a sacrifice. All right. And what uh, helped in that sacrifice? Because we've talked before about being coachable and becoming coachable. What did that mean for you? I mean, I think it gets to a point that you understand, like, for example, I'm not where I wanted to be at that point for a reason, right? Because whatever I was doing wasn't right. So that's why I walked here. I had to listen, I guess, you know, and, and let myself being coached. Okay. Um, so when I ask Tony, he's going to tell me that he earned your trust. Is that fair? That's his perception. That's fair. <laughs> perception is reality. Aww, that's like that's like my therapy. We're all entitled to our feelings. Yes. Okay, Tony, what are your feelings about Crystal and what it meant to earn her trust? I think it was uh, really big because she wasn't easy to earn the trust of. It took uh, some time to get her to understand, you know, the quality of depth of squat, maybe going a little lighter, moving a little faster and building up from there to where now I can see a whole different confidence in 
pull-ups and thrusters and burpees and cleans and snatches in the realm of CrossFit, the confidence is on a whole nother level. She's also been doing like nonstop whole 30. Yeah. Kinda. At least she's done multiple whole 30s. Okay, Crystal, so you're coming in at 5 a.m. Not a time that most people want to work out. Certainly not. Not every day, though. Okay. I just want to be honest. I listen to my body. I learn how to do that, too. So. Okay, we're going to come back to that in a moment because I really want to hear about that. But what I'm trying to get at is it sounds like you're beginning into CrossFit. You're here working out, and there's a little bit of nagging. Go lower. Jump higher. Was that an adjustment you had to make to even tolerate that? Yes. I mean, I think it's a, it's, it's a battle not with the person telling you, even though you want to put the blame on them. It's a battle with yourself because they can see what you're capable of and you can't. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes you don't push yourself a little bit more because you're just like, oh, I'm too tired. But are you really too tired? You know, mm. it's like the question or kind of like what, uh, the, Tony was saying it's like the weights you know sometimes you want to challenge yourself to do more because you can do more yes but you're not there yet you know and learning how to like a step back you know and it's it's a circle you know Tony does it ever hurt your feelings the way people react to you when you're nagging I'm coaching them <laughs> it is sometimes it's nagging sometimes it is coaching um do my feelings get hurt very rarely Yes, it happens, but I've learned that everyone's fighting their own battle, and it's not about me, it's about them, meaning that I can change my approach, which I have to coach everybody differently, but more importantly, I have to figure out what way they need to be coached, so it's more of a challenge than it is a personal uh, attack. And so that's part of coaching then is the nuance of knowing who you're coaching and when to push. And, and how to say what. And yeah. I coach you differently than I coach her, differently than I coach my mom, differently than I coach someone else. Uh, so everyone, everyone's different. And so it's not personal. It's like a challenge. Yeah. And, and as you've said many times on the podcast alone, you know, every day can't be your best. It's not. And, and so... Crystal, you had mentioned earlier about listening to your body, and, and what does that even mean? Yes, yeah, so um, for me, it's more like, kind of like Tony was saying, I've been doing a whole 30, you know, I did a whole 30, then we did the 800 grams uh, challenge, and now we're doing a whole 30 again, you know. Um, I also struggle with, because I cannot eat all the food on the whole 30, you know, and I give myself a break when I feel like, oh, I haven't got enough food for myself, for example. You know, today I'm going to come to the gym and probably not be at 100%, but I'll be 99%, you know, and then looking at my weight at the day so I can be 100%. So if I am able to do, like today, deadlift, um, I was able to do 165. I have done 225 before. Today I did 105, you know, because I know I'm in a whole 30 and I really want to do the workout and I really want to work into my movements, you know, and I didn't want to get hurt. So, yeah, that's, that's for me, it's like listening to myself, you know, if I really want to push myself, what I need to adjust. Um, 
But part of what I'm hearing from you isn't just listening to your body in terms of like, my body is stiff today, so I'll do this. My body is sore today, so I'll do that. Sounds like you're considering a lot of different things. And, you know, Tony and the coaches talk a lot about how, you know, the exercise is just 10% of it. And the nutrition is 90. And I think I'm wrong. It might be 99% and 1% as opposed to 90. And no, you're, on, you're close. But, but, the, but the point is, you know, knowing what you're going to have to face tomorrow is a part of making a decision about how you treat today or what you want out of tomorrow is important when you address what you want today. So it sounds like in, in addition to just asking, you know, or evaluating how your body's feeling, that you're taking into a lot of different factors. Is that fair? Yeah, it's it's a mind game. I mean, uh, yeah, mind game. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, um, you have to really consider, like, what are you here for, you know? Mm -hmm. And then if I am here for because I want to accomplish X, I need to listen to Y. I need to listen <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. get there to that yeah. X. You know, it's not all coming from me. Because if it would have come from me personally only, I would have been there already. I wouldn't be here today, mm. you know? So um, that's where the game changer is for me. Like, I do come twice um, some days and the days that I do is because I'm more stressed and I don't want to deal with anxiety pills so this is a stress reliever you know and I know I'm going to be taken care of I know I'm not going to hurt myself and I know I can openly and freely talk to my coach about you know today I worked out in the morning maybe in the afternoon my workout looks a little bit different but I still being challenged and I'm able to let that stress down. Wow, there's a lot there. First of all, you have to, if you're going to be pushing yourself in a way that's very specific, I mean, this is a personal thing you're describing. Mm -hmm. You then are in a, in a room with a group of people, but you have your own expectation for yourself that's mm -hmm. based on yourself and not anybody else. Then, Did that take some work or is that part of who you are, that you're able to just kind of have your goal and your drive independent of what else is going on around you? I think, I mean... For me, it had come with the experience, you know, of getting to know myself. You know, mm. this is something I do personally. I work on myself constantly, you know. Um, and learning that, this is very personal. I'm going to get to a vulnerable point here. But I, yes. I understood that later in my life, I understood that I suffer PTSD since, I'm, since I am four years old. And people won't think like, oh, a four-year-old having PTSD, you know. And now I can go back and say, oh, my God, I had PTSD back then, you know. And how can I work that now, now? Because I can't live in my past. I can only change my future, right? Mm -hmm. So when I walked into the gym, um, it's, it's about me in a, in a selfish way, you know. It's, it's what I really want to accomplish personally. I can't compare, because everybody had their own journey. You know, I can't compare myself with my teammates. You know, we can challenge each other and have healthy competition, but we are all going through our own different little thing that we want to accomplish. And in a sense, it's different, you know, and, and for everyone it's different. You know, your goals are different than mine and, and Tony's and, you know, so we need to understand that, otherwise, you will always be yourself in a negative way because you're not there. You will never um, be able to reward yourself for the progress that you're making. And you will never see progress. Like, until I understood that of myself, 
I was able to freely, like, free myself of. Did, did this of all come pressure. recently? Like, is this all stuff you figured out in the last seven months? A lot of that. So uh, Tony knows this. I, I personally also lost uh, my youngest brother uh, mm -hmm. before I joined the team. And I think that that experience had also allowed me to, you know, be more intentional personally. You know, like I have to be intentional. I know every single day means something. Um, yeah, so... Tony, I want to give you a chance to respond. Uh, I mean, we could end the podcast now if we had to. I mean, my, my gosh, we should charge for this. Thank you for, for being willing to share your wisdom. But there's a lot of the core values of what you're trying to instill in yourself that I know and, and in this place. That I mean, she's, she has said it better than I think I have. And um, when she came in, she opened up to me, I think, pretty early about the, the trauma and stuff that was going on with the recent... Mm -hmm. with your brother and um it was nice to understand that because when she was being um uh, maybe a little bit more defiant i i didn't take i didn't take it personally and that's why i actually didn't want to say it earlier because it's not my story but she told me up front this is what's going on so uh, when she was being defiant it was uh, it was kind of easy for me to understand where she was coming from and I learned a valuable lesson with working with you in the last seven months that you can't always assume you know where someone's at or where someone's going. And not everybody's going to be as transparent as you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't take it personally, kind of like the book that we read together, Neil, mm -hmm. The Four Agreements, don't take everything personally. It's not mm -hmm. about me. It's about them. It's about her. Mm -hmm. Her, it's about you. Yeah. The, the, uh, the understanding in, in that book that, that everything people do is is about them so when people speak to you they're speaking for how they are not how you are correct um that being said there's been several folks that have come on and talked about the experience they've had when they've um let the people around them know what they're going through and, and this isn't a time of confession nor a time of, of gossip crystal why was it important for you to communicate with tony up front where you were coming from just in, in terms of getting what you needed to out of the exercise why was it helpful for you to kind of self-identify you say you spend a lot of time working on yourself why was it important to make that connection with other people in the gym too um i realized i was cheating on myself mm. because i was building that barrier like i wasn't letting him in Therefore, he wasn't able to coach me, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, I was on edge. You know, it was a lot of emotion going through. So I think the moment I realized I was making that mistake, I was sabotaging myself. And in order for me to actually be able to be intentionally coached, I had to allow him to walk into my world and say, hey, when I walked in here late, it's because I only slept two hours last night and I'm probably falling asleep at the moment I'm walking into the gym, but I'm here. I, there is something that I want from here. I don't know what it is, but I'm here. You know, and that was his job to figure it out. You know? So, um, yeah. And, and what's amazing is this is a, an unscripted conversation. We're not trying to convince everybody to come in and leave in the box with Tony what you, what you don't want anybody else to know. But when we talk about Whole30, for example, we always say accountability is helpful. 
find somebody to partner up with and find somebody to know. And what I'm hearing and being challenged to do and celebrating is that it's not about, you know, okay, well, I, I had a Skittle today. <laughs> but it's saying to somebody, sometimes when helpful in advance, hey, look, I know what foods to eat, but somewhere around day 10, I just don't want to anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a helpful way to get accountability from somebody else that's not going to just be about, oh, show me a picture of your breakfast. Listen, not knocking breakfast photos. I love breakfast photos, but mm-hmm. we're just saying accountability can be different things, less about what you did in the gym and more about, you know, ways you need support. The mental the mental health of it. Yeah, and it's, it's what babies cry for and grown men die for, being recognized and to have it's the true. ability to, to uh, well, I know it's true. That's why I said it. Fair. Yeah. You know what's interesting? is when I saw you, Crystal, coming in for a two-a-day, and I was in here in the morning. I didn't do a two-a-day, but I left my water bottle that I never drink out of, but it looks great, gallon-sized. And I saw you as a two-a-day, and I immediately, I knew, I was like, she's, man, she's got a goal. She wants to lose, you know. I, I, I knew that your goal was X amount of pounds, and I knew that X was crazy, and so you were doing that time. And it's humbling and exciting to know that I was way off with that. And so Tony's always talking about um, how having a goal that's bigger than numbers and inches is important for long-term health. You seem to have found one right away. Can you talk about you know, how that having that why matters to your training every day and, and what that why is? I mean, it's, it's, for me, my why is mentally, you know, it's not like, because I want everybody to come twice a day, but if somebody could learn from pushing themselves, that's what I do every day. A, when I, especially when I come twice a day, you know, I'm pushing myself. I, I really want to push myself uh, where mm, I might not want to come in, you know, the second time. And I do it anyways because I'm I'm like it's not you that make the decision. You could you can accomplish it, and I yeah. want to prove myself that I'm capable to challenge my mind. Right, and it's fair to say, and I don't know much about you, which is what makes this fun. You have the ability to come in twice a day, mm-hmm. some days. Some days. Therefore, relative to whatever you could do, that mm-hmm. might be a push. And yeah. so, again, the, mm-hmm. the, the learning here isn't we all need to be coming to, but for some of us, that push might be coming five days as opposed to three. Three, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or um, maybe you've been holding the same bar for the past five months. You know, you're lifting 35. Maybe bump yourself into a, a bigger bar. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be the weight, maybe the bar. You know, so... Yeah, it's it's that just mindset. You know, sometimes we're too comfortable. And it was getting there. It was getting, and and you can tell too, like my transition, and I'm not saying I'm going to do twice a day every day, but through my transition of doing sometimes twice a day, I um, 5 a.m. was becoming easy. You know, it was just like a routine. Wake up right. at 5 a.m. and come in here. And then I switched that up to 4 p.m. And like I was trying to look for what it was like it wasn't like I jumped from 5 a.m. to do twice a day I changed my schedule to see if that was um what my body needed in in my mind you know until I was able to hit that twice a day so is it fair to say that this is in part about pushing comfort zone yeah so what's interesting about your story crystal to me among many other things is that 
you are seemingly looking for ways to push your comfort or move your comfort zone. As soon as something becomes part of a habit where you're not engaged in a challenge, you change that up. And yet every time you do, you do so with an understanding of grace or modification that says, okay, so if I'm, mo if I'm switching the bar up, if I've been using the same bar for five months, mm -hmm. I'm going to switch bars today. And I'm going to know going into that that I'm not going to get the same experience, not the same number, not the same comfort. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. Tony, how important is change in terms of a, a, a routine and, and kind of be continuing to push past like the kind of absent-minded trait? Change is super important. Routine is also super important. And I think slowly adapting your routine by changing a little bit here, a little bit there, is very important to keep one engaged. For instance, if um, if I regularly run at 800 meters before my workout because I'm trying to get better at running, might help to do that every day, but also might help to switch in the skier or the bike to keep it to keep me doing it and making sure that I'm engaged and it's still fun. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important. Crystal, is this still fun for you? Oh, yeah, it's very fun. Yeah, because even like this morning was fun. Because we've talked a lot about the kind of the, uh, and this, you know, by nature of the line of questioning, we've talked a lot about um, the growth points and the constructive learning. But at a certain point, sometimes just showing up and having fun. You've mentioned this is a de-stressor in your day, not a, you know, pro-stressor. So um, being that you're your journey yourself understanding is so individual. What do you get out of the team? You said it's you didn't join the gym, you said you joined the team. What is what do you get out of this? Which was team? a very nice way to be It was to, it was beautiful. It was beautiful delivery. Yeah. So, so what do you get out of the team? I um personally, you know, it's it's just that learning experience. Like we all have different perspectives. We are all here trying to achieve different goals, you know, but we share this common, you know, area as as a group and that's what i enjoy you know like i don't have to come here and compare myself to to my coworker or to my peer in class because we're trying to get a, a the highest grade for example in school you know here is that i i compare myself to who i was yesterday and you compare yourself to who you were yesterday mm. you know and enjoying that you get to where you wanted to be it's it's exciting to me the same way I hope it's exciting to you, right, that you can enjoy where, where I am at, you know, without feeling jealousy or or threatened, you know. He's a very jealous person. Just so you Yeah, know. generally, I didn't know if you were saying you generically or you as in me, because I I, mean, I'm I pretty mean, jealous of your goals. Well, and I'm games. looking at you probably you directly. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm not happy for you, but no, I'm, I kid. I am now. I wasn't yeah. before. Still, still kidding, sort of. Sort of. What are you passionate about? Um, we were sharing this earlier. It's just people's mindset because my mindset is like all over the place, you know. So as I try to collect my thoughts, you know, and, and trying to figure myself out, I'm also passionate about figuring other people out, you know, and, and trying to um, get in there, you know, and see what what we have to give as a human being, you know, mm -hmm. beyond being kind and being nice and love and, and hug and whatever. I don't know, you know, I'm just, yeah, that, I don't know if that makes sense, but. Uh, it does to me. T Tony, what are some ways that you've seen growth and development in Crystal in her time in the box? 
I've seen a lot of physical growth as far as the movements change as far as she's continued pushing the threshold on the nutrition. Um, it seems that she's getting a little bit more sleep lately, but I can't comment on that. I'm just going by um, energy levels, facial expression, uh, levels of fitness. I would say your, your sleep has improved in the mm -hmm. last couple months. And it's really nice getting to sit down and know you a little bit more with the mental health and challenging aspect of it. And I will assure you that even people that seem to have their stuff together still struggle. To me, it's not about the struggle. It's about how quickly you rebound from it mm -hmm. and how far you let the struggle go. So everyone struggles. Everyone has their demons. Everyone goes d deep, dark in their hole. Mm -hmm. But how quickly can you come out of that hole? That's, to me, like when, when the mental health is, is firing in a good way. It's not do you go back, but how quickly do you rebound mm -hmm. forward? Mm -hmm. And I think you're doing that tremendously, especially knowing a little bit more about what's going on. Thank you. Yeah, and and and, and Tony and I have talked before. For me, um, as as important as this place is to me, when I feel less than, I tend to avoid. And and your understanding of this being the safe place and the place that still holds us accountable is very challenging and comforting. I get a lot out of that. Mm -hmm. Tony, you mentioned something I want to come back to about sleep. And we kid you because sleep is a big deal. Sleep is a huge deal. As in he wears a sleep mask. I do. And it, that, it has it has a sequence on it, too. Yeah, he is very pro-masker when it comes to... Well, my to wife turns the lights on, so it's my defense. That's right. That's why you're a masker. So, why is sleep so important? Sleep is where your body recovers mentally, physically, emotionally, even spiritually. Sleep is where your body can reset and you cannot continue to perform at high levels without sleep. That's where the body does all its magic to make the next day better. Mm -hmm. So as we're breaking down in here, if you're not getting seven, eight hours of sleep, you're not recovering enough to be able to put out the same effort the next day. Good answer. Thank you. You're supposed to say, I know it was. That's why I gave it. I know it was. That's why I said it. There you go. Crystal, we are in a Whole30 phase. Can you talk about what differences you've experienced in the Whole30, either in mindset, as you suggested, or physically, or even through your habits? I think it's 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 the habit. I, I mean, the first one was a challenge. I'm not going to lie. You know, um, the meal prep portion, and then you have to, like, figure it out how to dial it in I would say into your daily routine for me right now what it's working this time and I feel like I'm I can you can see it like he sees it on my waist probably that I'm a, it's because I'm cooking daily like I'm actually taking that time to prepare my meals in a daily basis um, because I don't want to add the stress that oh I, it's Sunday I have to do three meals and what they need to look a little bit different because then I get bored of the food you know that's personally for other people works that they want to do the whole five days, you know, for the whole week. Um, for me personally at this time is changing that a little bit. Again, for everyone, it's, we talked about change. To you know? clarify, you're, you're cooking only for one day at a time? Yes. Okay. So like tonight I'll cook my breakfast for tomorrow. I'll cook my lunch for tomorrow and I will not do my dinner. When I go home today, you cook dinner, um, breakfast and lunch yes. at the same time. I will say that I do the same thing. 
roughly I cook enough food for dinner, breakfast, lunch, or you know whatever. Even if it's not just three meals, but until the next dinner, mm-hmm. and then I and that when I go home, I recook for the next twenty four hours, basing the start point at dinner point. I do that as well. Um, I thought everyone did that, and so I'm still learning every day that when people are doing Whole Thirty that they're not doing that how do you cook i cook one meal at a time oh no yeah i'll i'll make sure but i you know. also have snap meals in the kitchen ready to go oh i have yeah, yeah. Some pre-made meals, meals. yes yeah, so yeah of course you will do groceries in my case you know for the whole week and but then i don't cook them because in my first whole 30 just from experience you know I was doing two, three meals at a time. So when I got done with the gym, I already knew what I was going to eat. And it was not exciting sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so I think this makes them more excited. You but know. this is a big difference, too, between going through the program and then using the program to develop yourself. When you can begin to start speaking about any program in terms of how it overlaps or puzzles up, and fits with your individual life, then all of a sudden things are working. And I really appreciate the way you're taking from it, almost as if you're reading a book and going, okay, I like this part. And without rejecting any of it, but figuring out how to modify it for your own life. I think that's really neat. I want to ask you questions all afternoon, but I really thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you guys. I would like to say thank you for opening up and your Mm -hmm. kind words towards me. And you should be really proud of how far you've come. Thank you. Since you've been here, but since everything, uh, you should be really proud. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say thank you. I think like everyone here has pushed me, you know, and and the coaches are great. Um, I think you have a good thing going on. Thank you. I'm not getting paid for this, guys. No. (laughs) What are your goals next? Um, To keep coming, you know, and keep just figuring it out. It might change. It might not be two days anymore. But right now what I'm working on is my technique, you know, and how can I be more intentional with my movements every time I'm doing it because you could get tired throughout the workout you know the wad and quit in a minute but yeah just be intentional when I'm here being where your feet are mm-hmm. just, just put that up here somewhere. thank you for so much for your time thank you guys. that's all we got for you this time hope you enjoyed it those of you on Whole30 should be feeling that tiger blood right about now. And don't forget, we have a beach wad coming up next Saturday, August 7th. And every one of you gym members, you gymbers, is invited and gets an email with all this information and much, much more. So check that spam folder, punch out those lats, and hit the reply button and let us hear from you. In the meantime, I hope you live good, eat well, and don't forget to make a little time to be bad.